Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Welcome, welcome. So you can log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. But right now, you can call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. I have the chat room open, so you can come in and chat with me uh, during the show and the other listeners. I'm your producer and co-host, Ai Kusuhara. We got Deanna and Kendra on the phones. Thank you, ladies, for helping out. Aloha. How was your trip? <laughs> it was great. Uh, my, I went to um, Hawaii for 10 days to see my cousin um, get married. And she married someone. She's from Los Angeles, but she married someone from Hawaii. And all oh. of our family's from Japan. So it was a very great location for everybody to meet. Oh, because everyone came from Japan, too? Yeah, yeah, Japan, oh. L.A., and Hawaii. Oh, my gosh, neat. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but I have some animal stories. I met some animals while I was there. I was on Oahu, and then I went to Kauai. Um, and in I think in Kauai, I met the state bird, which is called the <laughs> nene. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, and it was really cool. I guess they're endangered, and I went to this center where they're trying to kind of rehabilitate and, um, you know, make sure that they, they're conserved, and it's called the nene bird. And then... So what does the nene I, bird look like? It's like white with, like, kind of a brown and black stripes, I want to say. Is it like a big bird, like a seagull? Yeah. Or is it... Oh, Not that big, like a like a seagull size. Yeah, and so did you talk to him? Mm, I just said hello. <laughs> did he say anything back to you? No, I'm not psychic, Laura. Come on, I yes you are. I'm not psychic. Come on, are you trying at all when you met the neighbor? Did you say like, hey, do you know that you are the state bird? Uh, no, but I did, I mean, I just said, hey, how's it going? I did, however, talk to the monk seal that I saw because I read that they're only about thir- maybe 1,300 and they're endangered. Um, oh. And I saw one sleeping on the beach. And so, you spoke to it? What did you say? I tried. I said, um, it was an honor to meet you because I know there aren't very many and that I hope um, that they were safe and that they got to have lots of family, more family members, and um, just, you know, that it was really great to meet them. Oh, that's great. I don't know if it worked. What? I'm sure it worked. (laughs) I don't know. Of course it works. In hopes that it does work, I try it, but I'm not hearing anything back. Did you try to hear something back? Um, I tried, but I did not hear anything because I'm not psychic. Well, the other thing, too, is, you one, you are psychic, and if you keep telling yourself you're not psychic, then you're holding, you're putting up a wall. But the, yeah. um, sometimes what happens with, like, the animals that close their eyes and sort of look away, and people think, like, oh, my God, that animal's not showing at all, like, that I'm, that it hears me. But... Just because an animal doesn't look at you doesn't mean that they don't hear you and are not talking back. And that's a really important for everybody to know, even with their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, yeah. he definitely heard you. I think that's a beautiful thing to say to him, you know, because he can yeah. kind of tell his friends. Well, I took a picture of, of the seal, and I was going to send it to you because maybe we could talk to 
to him or her um, sometime. Yeah. Yeah, and we could ask him, did he hear you? Okay. So I'll send that to you sometime. I don't have it with me, so I have to, like, download it and do this whole thing. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, um, let's take some calls. First, uh, I just wanted to let people know that you should go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio, and you can post pictures of your animal who you're calling in about or who who you might have questions about um, on the wall. Don't post in our messages because we get confused. We won't look there. So post it on our wall, and maybe um, while we're on the show, when we're talking to them, other people can look at your animal and know who we're talking to. So our yeah, first call. When we, one second, too. We're also we're trying to have this one post where everybody puts their animal's picture under the one post on the main page. So kind of look for that post. I sort of taped it to the top. So And you can put it in the comment section. Okay. It's, it's easiest to keep, keep track. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So I think our first caller is, let me check because it says that they are on the wall. Um, and uh, let me see, let me see here. If they are Mary calling about Weedy who passed over on March 20th. Uh, do you see it? I'm looking, I I'm looking. I do see. She's in the post by others. Yes, I see. Gray one is, okay, Weedy is the gray one. Oh, wait, the red one is Weedy. Okay. Yeah, and the gray one <laughs> Okay, we got okay. it, we got it. So let's, All right, let's get find out. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I'm I it's been a while, you know. <laughs> yeah. Back on track. Back on track. So Mary, uh Weedy passed away uh about a month and a half ago. That's right. Is that correct? And how yes, did he right. pass? Um Oh, God, I don't want to cry. I, I just want to say thank you guys for taking me in, and I'm really nervous for some reason, but I'm so happy oh. to be in the radio. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm nervous, but um, Weedy was about 17, and he had a heart condition, and um, he actually passed away in our arms. He, I didn't have to make that decision. Um, it was really weird because... When he was having uh, his heart episode, he was acting fine. Like he, he wasn't, it, it didn't look like he, he was in any pain or any discomfort. It, it was just when he went outside, um, he couldn't even really walk. I guess his heart just started giving out and it just got progressively worse over time. And when, the last time that I took him out to go to the bathroom, he came back in, he went to the bedroom and he had his la- last heart episode. And um, he just kind of passed away peacefully in my arms, and uh, that was it. What a dream. That's how I want mine to go. Yeah, and and it was, you know, like we're um, newlyweds, and we just got back from our wedding in January from Costa Rica. And it was one thing for me was, like, my wish was when I come back, he would still be around, you know, like because we left him with some awesome dog sitters and I really wanted when it was this time I wanted to be there you know and yeah. I couldn't really postpone my wedding so um no. but you know he, he he stuck around a couple of months after that so that was the biggest gift I've ever gotten so oh good yeah. so let's let's uh let's get a hold of Weedy and ask him how okay. he's doing oh my okay. god okay <laughs> okay Weedy you ready honey how you doing in heaven he says it's been an adventure. Oh, my God. Okay. He said he didn't understand it at first. He said when he got there, he first felt a soft wind. And he said it just felt so peaceful. And everything was really bright. Like I was just standing in the sun. Okay. And then I started realizing that I had all this energy inside of me. And then I was just running all around. <laughs> and in circles and circles and circles and circles. And I was twisting my butt around. And I he thought, does that. wonderful. Oh, he could do it again like he was a puppy. Yeah, 
<laughs> he said, then he looked at his mom and dad, and I thought, boy, they gave me a good life. <laughs> and I want to tell them something. He says, there's a man in heaven with a big belt. Big belt? Yeah. And so, um, wait, hold on. <sighs> and he is my good friend. And he takes me on long walks. He's always with me. So when I talk about people on the other side, it could be people they knew in a past life. It could be an angel or a guide. It could be somebody who had an animal that kind of looked like him and wanted to come to be with him. But more often than not, they're loved ones of ours that um, that we might not have even had known in his lifetime. And right. it might not even have been somebody who you've thought in a long time. Usually whatever they give you, like a big belt, it means something. So it could mean that there was actually a man that actually wore big belts and then it pinpoints him. It could mean that um, somebody was really fast and then they had a really big belt. Or, But I actually see a big, sort of like a Santa Claus belt almost, and it's um, tied around their waist. So, oh, my God. Uh, um, my my husband just told me that it's his dad. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I love that. Oh, sorry. And so also one of the really neat things is is that whenever yeah, like I'm with this person, it's for two reasons. It's one so that you know Weedy is not alone and has family on the other side. And the other reason is so that your husband's dad can come in and say, hey, I haven't left you guys. I'm still watching over you. I'm walking your dog. Still around. I know what's going on in your life. So it's huge. Aw. That's oh, really wow. beautiful. Uh, wow. Um, so he's obviously happy. He's okay. Um, sorry, I, I know I don't want to take up all your time, but yeah. um, a, another question. I, I don't want to, like, meddle in anything or, you know, if he doesn't want to, but another thing, I've read a lot about you, Laura, and you're fantastic. Um, does he, will he reincarnate or would he, does he even think, like, would he even want okay. to? Or? Let's ask yeah. him. He says he's not ready yet. Okay. Okay. He says there's something about the energy here that feels good. It's just so refreshing. Okay. But reincarnation is really tricky. I mean, sometimes they're not ready yet, but then the universe has already set it in motion and he doesn't know it yet. Or sometimes it may be years till they come back, back, or you might just see them when he, when you get to heaven, or um, you might see him sooner rather than later. It's really hard to say because they don't necessarily always know what God or a greater power has in store for them. Right. So, okay. But he's happy where he is, which is a good thing. He's happy, and he's with someone with a belt, or you said some something Santa Claus, like kind of resembles that. Is that right? Yeah. Right? Okay, cool. Okay, um, a quick question about Zulu. Um, okay. I want to make sure. Oh. we got to get to some more callers. So, um, oh, okay, sure. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. That's, well, that's okay. Thanks for calling in. We just want to get to as many as we can. Yes, of course. Thank you so much, Laura. Have a great day, guys. You Thank too, you. Mary. Okay. Thanks, Mary, for sharing your story. That is so cool that her husband's dad is with Weedy. I know. I so. love that. I love that. That's so cool. Uh, okay, so we're going to go to a guest now. Uh, we have a very special guest. Uh, we have Maria, and Maria is calling from Tailwaggers Rescue. Uh, welcome to the show, Maria Monica from Tailwaggers Rescue. Hi there. Hi there. So tell us uh, a little bit about your rescue group, how it got started, and um, just what what you guys do. Well, we're fairly unique, and I had moved my mother up to Oregon. Um, she has Alzheimer's, and through courses of the event, we ended up here in Oregon from California, and I was involved in doing transport and fostering in California. And when I came here, 
um, I started seeing a lot of homeless people with dogs, and that bothered me to see dogs hungry, so I started buying food to keep in my car, and that just dominoed into me asking what were their needs, and I started posting on Facebook, and next thing you know, I was being flooded with food donations and camping supplies and then we started doing spay and neuter and met, uh, vaccines and whatever the dog's needs were and are, it just grew and grew. And we work. I work out of my SUV. Wow. It's, it's just so amazing. We, we, that... I've grown it so much that I feed a very high-end quality dog food called Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we now put out sleeping bags and tents in the winter months. We get bedding donations from hotels. We're doing handing out flea and tick medicine now. And we've saved dogs from salmon poisoning and other medical issues where they've needed some immediate treatment and some so not not so immediate. It's just been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Wow, so your main focus is working with the homeless population and their dogs. It is. Yeah, wow. It is. And can you share um, any story that's happened recently with your rescue? Well, one that, com- one that really comes to mind is I had met this homeless man and I w- as I was driving another man and his dog to the vet and I pulled over to see if the dog needed anything so that we kind of we took her we took his dog to the vet and got him treated well he had a cell phone and he calls me up one day crying very upset that there was something very wrong with his dog mm. so I rushed over to get them and got the dog to the vet she had head trimmers and she had labor breathing and it turned out that she did have salmon poisoning and Thankfully, the vet acted quickly, and we were able to save her. Oh, wow. And without our rescue, that dog would have died. Mm-hmm. Absolutely would have died. We also, last summer, saved a dog who was misdiagnosed by a, a vet that I don't use with a hernia, and when I took the dog to my vet, she was having a false pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So there's another dog that we saved. Wow. That is so neat. That's amazing. And uh, who are we going to be talking to today? Which animal and who is this animal? Her name is Lady, Mm -hmm. and she's a rescue. I was only supposed to be her foster, and through an unfortunate chain of events, I've ended up keeping her. (laughs) And what does Lady look like? Well, she was supposed to go off to another (laughs) rescue, but she had gotten very ill and doesn't like being in the car. So yeah. for her own safe sake, I have kept her. <laughs> and what kind of dog is she? She's a brindle chihuahua mix. Oh, she's so cute. She looks like she might be, I thought she might have like a greyhound or something in there with it, but does she not look like that in person? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, she looks like Linky in this picture that I have. Um. Okay, so what do you want to ask, lady? Is she happy here, or would okay. you rather go find? Would you rather I find her a house with less dogs? Okay, okay, and thank you for all that you do um, with the homeless population. I think that's really amazing, and it's so needed. Very so, needed. Um, I didn't tell you that. that we do hand out waterproof coats and we are a 501c3 and work off of donations so if anybody would like to donate to us please do we are on the internet Mm, we've posted your links on our facebook page and also on my website and again our facebook page is facebook.com forward slash pet psychic radio my website is thepetpsychic.com and um okay so let's talk lady talk to lady and see what she has to say she says she really likes it at the house. Sometimes it's chaotic. And sometimes when it's chaotic, I can't focus. 
and I get overstimulated. And then she says she can't make thoughts right. So meaning like when she gets overstimulated, she has a hard time processing information. And sometimes she just wants to go alone in a room with a friend. With a doggy friend or with a human friend? With a human friend. She says sometimes she wouldn't mind an old lady. Do you think that's your mom she's talking about? That is my mom, yeah. Oh, can she just go in the room with your mom? Is that possible? Is she... I can make it possible, yes. Oh, mom can make that happen. Cool. Said that she's been listening to the show. And one of the things that she wants to say about you is that some of the dogs who my mom helped are amazed at the generosity because they have seen so many other people just walk by. Some people beg a lot for food. And then my mom just comes and hands it out. And those dogs are relieved. I know this because I can sense it. And also, my mom also touches people who feel bad about themselves. And that's like really powerful. She says sometimes she thinks she wants less dogs around, but then I think this is a really cool human, and I think I should stay here. How cute is that? I'll bet she's right about those dogs. It's so sweet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That is so cool. So how can we get in contact with you, Maria? Where can our listeners reach you? Uh, do you want my phone number or my website? No, your or website. My email? Website and website, if you have a Facebook. Yes. Uh, website is tailwaggersrescue.org. And all our email and address is on there. There's also a donate tab. And Facebook is Tail Waggers Rescue. Great. So do you have any other, do you do um, any events or fundraising events or anything like that coming up? I don't have anything lined up yet. It, it's, mm -hmm. I, I still need help to try to get some fundraisers going. Mm-hmm. All um, right. So if there's any, that, yeah. Uh, where, uh, my goal is to build a facility where these dogs have a place to go during extreme weather and um, and for giving birth, at, and when their parents go when their parents go to jail, and mm -hmm. that's my big goal right now is to get funds together to get land and a building and make that happen for the homeless dogs because we get some really that serious winters up here mm -hmm. and heat stro and heat. So I, I, oh, I have paid for motel rooms and boarding to keep the dogs off the street during extreme weather. Wow, that is so amazing. And what part of Oregon are you in? We're in southern Oregon, um, based out of Grants Pass, and we, help, we also help dogs in Medford and in Ashland. Okay. So if anyone's out there um, around that area and or if you're, anywhere else in the world and would like to donate, go to tailwaggersrescue.org or facebook.com slash tailwaggersrescue. Maria Monica from Tailwaggers Rescue, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. That is so amazing what she does, isn't it? I know. I love that. I have a thing for homeless people and their pets. I just think, you know, those dogs, they're so well-socialized. <laughs> You yeah. know, they usually walk nice on leash, they're good with people, they're good with other dogs. I mean, they very rarely have issues. Yeah, so they're like best behaved, like they seem pretty happy, you know. They really are. They really so are. Cool. So it's 
a great service that she can help feed them. Yeah, and also you like to think about weather, especially for me being in California. I don't have that much weather issues, but um, definitely in other parts of the country, you know, I know this winter has been really difficult um, in the East Coast and also um, I can understand what, you know, how she needs to help people with the uh, weather situation and animals. I think it's so amazing. I know, you know, there was this time where one year in like a March, I traveled for, I did a road trip from Colorado to California, sort of like the Bay Area. And mm-hmm. I went with a bunch of friends and I had a German Shepherd Coyote mix at the time. And we were just like sleeping in the car and sleeping on beaches and we were just like, just can't. Mm-hmm. She was like, she would get so cold at night and she would try and back for her because she and she we a sleeping bag and she would go all the way in there and cuddle in there and um, yeah so they do get cold like even like a german shepherd who has a good coat you know yeah 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 you wouldn't think of you know those kind of big dogs the big coats get cold but they do yeah Wow, wow. Yeah, one time we were on the beach. This is kind of an option. We were on the beach, and we weren't supposed to be sleeping there. You know, I was in my early 20s or late teens. And uh, and this cop came, and he came up, and he was, like, all mad and everything. And my dog, her name was Tequila. I didn't name her, but she jumped out of the she jumped out of the sleeping bag, and she was, like, barking and protecting us. And he pulled out his gun. He almost shot her. But um, he was like, I thought there was... More people. I had no idea there was a dog in there. <laughs> he was so nice. He was really nice. He's like, I'm glad you girls have a dog that will protect you like that. Because I could call her yeah. off, you know, immediately. she was yeah. a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I never no, heard about tequila. 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 Lala, we used to call her. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Awesome. All right, let's get to our next caller. We got Linda with Snooker the Cat, who um, is passed. Um, So let's find out what Linda would like to ask. Linda, what would you like to ask Snooker the Cat and tell our listeners what Snooker looks like? Snooker is a Blue Point Siamese, and he passed in mid-80s. And I want to be sure he didn't suffer. I was not there when he passed, and I felt really bad about it for so many years, and it took me forever to get another pet, and that mm-hmm. would be Princess Bluebell, who Laura is very familiar with. Yes, and Linda has a very active Facebook page. Every, tell everyone about your Facebook page, Linda. Oh, thank you, Laura. I have Tuga Tails, and I have Tuga and, and Princess Bluebell, and they were both poisoned inadvertently. He didn't know better by a family member with Hart's product over-the-counter flea drops, and um, they both have a lot of issues, but they also have a lot of friends and fans, and um, in fact, Tuga was at the vet twice today with with some poopy issues, so, and Bluebell is recovering from pancreatitis. Mm. They are so lucky to have you, Linda. No, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have them. Yeah, you have to pay, post your page on my Facebook page, okay? Just okay. Can I'll, them out. Okay. Okay. But I did. I wanted to see if Snooker was okay. I um, and I still cry about it, so it was hard for me to do this. Oh, okay. Let's get Snooker and send our prayers to her other kitties too. She he he said. Tell my mom I had a peaceful death, but I went tiptoeing to heaven. I went really slowly to make sure I got there safely. And when I was there, you were there with me. Mm-hmm. And you were stroking me and kissing me. Mm-hmm. And telling me it's okay to go. So sometimes when we can't be with our animals, when they pass away, they have the experience. 
experience that we're either there at the exact time of passing, we walk them to heaven, or we meet them on the other side. And um, a, a neighbor had a neighbor to him and and stayed with him. Oh, One of my neighbors did. Good, good, good. And also, I gotta tell my mom. That here in heaven, there are angels helping you. There's a team of them that are sending love and love and energy to your family. Everything that's going on with your animals is so that other people can learn. Because what you're doing is spreading a message. And you're teaching others about love, compassion, and health. No. Don't worry about their sickness. They'll be healthy. And every and time you talk to Bluebell, she tells you that, I tell my mom I'm not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> She's not, not going to anytime soon anyway. Yeah, but every time that you talk to to her, she tells you, says, just tell my mom I'm not going to die. Oh, I know it's so hard, huh, when they're suffering. We kind of panic, and that's where we go to. Yeah. Her head. Oh. Mom, I love you. Oh, and I wanted to be sure he didn't blame me because he... He wouldn't come when I called him, and I had to leave the house for about 30 minutes, and in that 30 minutes is when he died. Oh. No, Mom, I didn't blame you. Good. He said that he was feeling like he was tiptoeing already, so he always felt like he was already sort of leaving his body. There's something, too, about it, like when they don't come and they're leaving, sometimes they feel like if they come to you that it's like a weight that will hold them back because they love you so much they want to stay with you. So sometimes when they don't come, they know because they have to go and that process has already started. That's probably why he was talking about the tiptoeing, like he was going slowly to have him, like he could hear you in the back of his mind, but he he wasn't quite with you. Mm. I was already going. Aww. Linda. No. He says he's happy now. Good. And he has somebody there with him, and he's, and he's good. Yeah. Yeah, she, he says that there's a woman that is with him in heaven that has big hair. <laughs> she okay, loves no. big hair. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, who is I it? Do. It, was, it was my it was my grandmother who lived on the corner, and she always had, regardless of if she she passed in the nineties. And she still had a beehive hairdo. <laughs> and, and we called her Mammy. I'm in the South, and she was she was Mammy. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. That's so great. Oh, and she Linda, did. She, she lived you. around. She lived, like, across the street from us, so he would know her. Oh, that's so cool. Linda, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. You're welcome, Linda. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> the woman with the big hair and she had a beehive. <laughs> she still has a beehive. <laughs> that's so great. I love it. <laughs> All right. Our next caller is Maureen with Shiva, who is a black and white pug. Um, you could see Shiva on Facebook, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio. Um, he's very, very cute. Um, he is uh, almost 10 years old and has separation anxiety. Maureen, tell us, um, tell us when we, uh, you know, when he has separation anxiety. 
Well, I had two business trips. I had one in March and one in April. And ever since I went away and came back, he just hasn't been able to be left alone. And, of course, I want to have a life and I want him to be happy. So it's, you know, stressful. And so, I mean, he's an older dog. So did he? were you able to leave him before that? You know, I have left him before that. I left him with a friend. I mean, before that, yes. You know, I guess adding on to this, I just moved. And I went away on these two trips. So he's had a lot of change. Hmm. And my gut, my gut instinct is that, like, I left him with a friend who I'm sure treated him well. But, you know, I, to be honest, no one treats your dog as well as you do. And I, I just feel like he either is, you know, he's picking up a little bit on my anxiety from the one night that I left him at home. Uh, after I came back from a trip, I got a call from the landlord. He was barking all night. So there's sort of a lot of energy around this. Okay, and so when you left him, though, the person didn't stay at your house. You left him somewhere else. Yes, but he was familiar with that other house. I had, I had that was where I lived previously. Okay, let's ask Shiva what is going on. He says he's really sort of upset. I have a pain in my ear. Mhm. And it's really bad. Oh. Mhm. And my head sort of feels even crooked because of it. Uh, he says it's in his right ear and his left ear is itchy too, but for some reason my left ear feels more weighted. Okay. You know, is there something going on with his ears? His right ear has like chronic junk in it that every day I clean out, but I didn't know it was really caused having him feel this way. Oh, yeah. So, um, so it's got junk, it's got stuff in it. So we need to do something to clear up that ear infection. So, um, uh, what do you feed him? Um, I feed him regular dry food. I have Castor and Pollock. What, what, what? That's the brand. Did you say? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that one. Does it have grain in it? Um, it does. So he probably maybe would be on better on a grain free. Yeah, he definitely would be. So the number one cause of, like, ear infections is grain and corn. So And chicken, too, can be it. So Mm -hmm. I would just kind of, as a general rule, take them off grain, corn, and chicken. And you might just see it actually clear up just from that. But what Mm -hmm. can happen and what he's sort of talking about is that his ear, you know that feeling of... um, of like going way too deep in the water or getting like water in your ear and it kind of like gives you that sharp pain every now and then. Yes. He's getting that feeling. Uh-huh. And um and then that can affect everything. The other uh-huh. thing that I would do just to sort of rule it out is I would get him adjusted by a chiropractor because sometimes that can sort of push on that area too if his neck is a little bit twisted because he said that he feels like his head is tilted. Mm-hmm. So um, I would maybe see if you could get them adjusted, too. Um, I, I know that sounds silly, but there's people who do that for dogs. Yeah, it's actually becoming quite popular, and uh-huh. um, you should be able to find one fairly easily. Uh, you could just Google veterinary chiropractor in uh-huh. whichever area you live in or uh-huh. um, call like an, a veterinary, a holistic veterinary or acupuncturist and see if they know somebody. Okay. But you'd be surprised. People even in, like, the Midwest who think, oh, my gosh, there's no way I'm going to be able to find it, but end up being able to find someone, so. Okay. He says, also, i got to tell you, because of my ear hurts, my eye is throbbing, too. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just totally uncomfortable. I don't know how to tell my mom this. I have a hard time concentrating. Mhm. I have a hard time concentrating on anything anymore. You look at me and think I'm sad, and I think, yeah, I am. But I need to tell you this: I still love you. My love for you hasn't drained at all. How cute is that? 
cute because he says his love hasn't drained for you, but, like, his energy is draining, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and he knows, like, love fuels you, you know? So it's so cute. <laughs> He's so cute, Shiva. I hope your ear feels better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, call us back and let us know if, um, and you know, things change if you try some of those things. Okay. I mean, would would you say that that's the biggest thing for the anxiety is probably the ear, him feeling nervous I, and scared? I would. I would. Okay. I'd say you get whatever that's going on in that ear feeling better, and he's going to feel a lot better. He's kind of like okay. a sick kid, you know? It's like I don't, right. when sick kids don't want to leave their mom. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Chiropractic, change the food, and... um. And keep us posted. And keep us posted. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Maureen. And Shiva, who's so freaking cute. <laughs> so super cute. My love for you hasn't drained. Oh. I, I love that. I know. You know what it sounded like with the ear thing and the concentration? Um, that sounds like a lot when I have friends who are gluten allergic to gluten. Yeah, right? Yeah, so maybe it is like a, a grain thing. I know. I think it is. You know, That's exactly the symptoms I hear about. Yeah, I know. Gluten is really can be terrible for some people and animals. Some people yeah. do fine on it, but some people are not good. Yeah, I think it's, I'm fine, but I have a friend who is, uh, always says gluten really affects her, and uh, anytime she has like uh, moments where her brain's not really working that well, I always ask her like, "Hey, did you eat gluten today?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I know, isn't it funny? I'm the same yeah. way. I'm the same exact way with like gluten and stuff. And sometimes if I'm having like a really psychic day where I'm like off the charts psychic, I'll be like, "Oh my god, give me some pasta." Like, <laughs> Give me some gluten to make my head foggy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what you need. Like, we need to keep, like, a a thing of pasta in your purse in case you get a psychic I attack. <laughs> okay, let's go to Cynthia, who's calling about Mason, uh, who was euthanized 10 years ago at 14, and... Um, she wants to know about his euthanasia. So let's talk to Cynthia. Cynthia, tell us what kind of dog was Mason and um, and uh, what happened exactly. First of all, thank you so much for taking my call. And um, the picture of Mason is a really bad picture from like 10, 12 years ago, but it was all that I had. And he um, is a pit bull mix. And um, he was mostly just black with a little bit of white. And um, he died, let's see, it it was July 8, 2004. And in a nutshell, the euthanasia did not go well. And um, I've always held on to regret. In fact, it's been the greatest regret of my life that I took him to this particular vet. And I consider it a botched euthanasia because it was really painful to watch. And she um, she collapsed his she collapsed his lungs when he was still conscious. And so he was looking, you know, in my eyes and like gasping for air and and just looked really confused. And it was it was a horrible moment. And um, but I will say that after he died, when I put him in the back of I was going to bury him at my brother's house, and when I put him in the back of my car to drive over to my brother's house, the entire car smelled like lavender flowers, and it was so it was so strong. And then I read later that like when saints die, you smell lavender and flowers, and and so I thought that was a, a sign that you know he was at peace at least after it happened, but I still, I go back to that moment of that euthanasia, and it, it really terrified me for, like, 10 years now, so oh. I just, I guess, want some clarity on it from him. Yeah, so first, Cynthia, I'm so sorry that that happened to you, because that's such a, 
um, important moments in their life and their passing and, and our lives with them when they pass. And I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. So one of the things I want you to really, really think about is that you smelled that lavender. I had never heard that about the lavender, but that you had smelled it and then you had read that. I want you to hold that really strong because that spirit and that Mason trying to tell you a message that he's okay. I do not want you to undervalue that because that's a really big deal. It's a hard thing to create a smell in a car. A really yeah, hard it was, thing. It was so pungent that I kept looking outside, and there's no lavender anywhere, and there's no flowers anywhere, and I didn't understand. I mean, it was as if somebody opened, you know, a candle of lavender or something right in the middle of my car. And then that is, I thought it was, yeah, it was so bizarre. And then it wasn't until later down the line that I happened to read that that I, I remembered that that happened with that is so beautiful I want you to hold that really dear and that's your answer right there and of course I'm going to talk to Mike Mason but that's your Thank answer you. right here that he was fine um, okay. let's get Mason and see what Mason has to say mom is going to be okay I'm really alright it was like a scary moment. As soon as it happened, I saw rainbows. I was brought to heaven in a huge rainbow. There's something that I need to tell you. In my life with you, I felt like I succeeded. I felt like I became more of a good dog. I felt like I learned how to be strong and independent. And that was because of you. And not one moment can take away our love. So I want you to know I'm just fine. Also, you need to lift your chin up. Because I'm going to come back to you. One day I'll be back with you. I got my Mason back. <laughs> Mason too. Oh my gosh. So, um, you don't have him back now, do you? Um, no. I mean, when he when he died that week, a client of mine said that her dog had puppies. And she said, do you, want a, do you want one of these puppies? And I wasn't really ready, but I ended up taking one of the puppies. So, I, but it was the same week that he died that, that, um, that I, uh, you know, that her dog had, had puppies. Yeah, I don't think that's Mason, though. I think that that's just the universe getting you to, you know, to help you and, and share yeah. your love. But I feel like yeah. he's gonna come. He's gonna come back to you one day. One day you'll see him again. Oh, thank you. I yeah. that would be really lovely. Can, can you tell me if he's what he's doing on the other side? I'm just playing. Uh, he says he's jumping over a lot of things. Oh, I do a lot of jumping over. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Thank you. You're welcome, Thanks for calling, Cynthia. Thanks. Oh, maybe a, is he doing agility? I know it sounds like it. Yeah, jumping so, over things. So super cute. Super duper cute. Wow. I know. I know he's jumping over things like I saw, like, I kind of actually saw something like in a field it didn't look like agility but it did look like little jumps but it was like it didn't look like an agility course but it looked like a field like almost with woods on the side almost like an east coast sort of field and woods like rock stone walls and looks pretty 
Well, I'm glad she called in because, you know, it sounds like that's such a tough thing to hold on to for all these years. Oh, my God. Bad euthanasias are so sad. I don't know how that would collapse a lung, though. I don't know how that would happen. So, like, what did she do to collapse the lung? I was confused on that. Unless uh, just uh, the, unless he was so close to death and and that first shot was, like, too much for him or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't hmm. understand. But um, I know. I don't. Bad euthanasia, they stick in your head. My little Joey, my little kitty, he passed away. He was in so much pain, and he just mm-hmm. wanted to go so bad, and I... I thought there were going to be two shots and there was just one shot and I just felt like I wasn't totally with him at that exact moment. And mm-hmm. it just always sort of holds in my head, even though I know he's fine. And honestly, yeah. he so much pain, he really didn't even care if I was there. He just wanted to go. But it does kind of like you hold on to it, you know, it's like torture. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get a, a placard for Joey? Did I ever get a what? Like a, a gravestone? I did get a gravestone for Joey. It says Joey the cat. <laughs> awesome. Because I remember we, you had talked about that, that you were going to get one for him. I know. You know that Joey and Maya are both buried up at Caroline's, our friends. Oh. Their old house in the pet cemetery there. Oh, that's so jo- sweet. Joey the cat and Maya the wolf dog, they say. <laughs> so cool. Hey, so um I know we're kind of in between time, you know, not sure if we're going to it's not enough time to put in another caller, I think. So, I wanted to ask you actually, um how did Fenway and Rosa feel and how did they do while I was away in Hawaii? Oh, that's right. Where were they? They were at home with my roommate. Okay. So I had I Fenway. That. Fenway's my Aussie doodle, who's almost two, and Rosa, who is an 18-year-old cat. Okay, Fenway and Rosa. Fenway said, I missed my mom a lot. We had, like, hangout time. We, like, hung out a lot. I think your roommate was, like, walking around in his boxers all the time. We were, like, good buds. (laughs) I got, like, a second dad. He was really good with me. Oh, that's so good. Fenway really likes him. Yeah, no, he loves him. They're, like, best buddies. They go to coffee shops and... They, I guess, uh, I think they also went to the beach while I was gone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we did, he said. And we saw something on the water. I think it was birds. Rosa said, I missed my mom more than anything. She just shouldn't go away that long. It's just way too long. Her smell was leaving the bedding. Oh. It's not cool when that happened. And my litter box, oh my gosh. It was getting dirty. Yeah, that's the first thing I cleaned when I come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was because I think it would have been worse because there weren't like poops in there. So, but you know, she has like kidney stuff. So her pee, she pees a lot. Sorry. Don't mean to be gross everyone, but (laughs) mom, I knew you were having fun, but really mom, don't get married anytime soon. Just don't do it. I'm not. I'm not getting married. Nowhere near that. I don't know. Don't get married or maybe don't go or don't plan another wedding. Oh, I see. Because I was there for a wedding. That makes sense. Yeah. And you were planning it and everything. Yeah. 
Sorry, Rosa. I, I'm not leaving anytime soon. Well, actually, I am leaving tonight, but I'm not leaving for a long time. It'll only be for one night. Oh, Mama's going for one night, Rosa. Oh, my gosh. Mom, give me extra food. I will. She always has extra food. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, it is now time for Storm King's Words of Wisdom. Stormy, and he's up at the moment. Surprise, surprise. Storm King, you got some words of wisdom, honey? What's some words of wisdom for our listeners? He says he's got to tell everybody that it's important to spend time with yourself. I know that it's all about the animals, but and if you don't take care of you, your animals will suffer. If you're stressed around them, they might get sick. Then you better be calm. And do lots of swimming. (laughs) I've been doing lots of swimming lately. I think that's where he gets that from. (laughs) You know, the funny thing about that, when I'm swimming, I think to myself, okay, so like I swim for like a half hour, 45 minutes, and I think, this should really just be meditative. Let's see if I can meditate the whole time I'm swimming. You know, because you're like just have yeah. your head in the water the whole time. Yeah. I think that's where he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's true, Storm. That's really great words of wisdom. Self care is very important. Right, and then I always feel guilty, you know, like I'm leaving the house to go to the gym, you know, yeah. to go to the pool. So I'm leaving the dog. So he's telling so he's me, it's telling you it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. So um, I just wanted to share a couple things. Um, Can you tell us about Storm King's uh, column? Yeah. So Stormy has a column. And we're also doing Ask Stormy, which I'm going to, like, start blasting out on Twitter and my Facebook page. And I'm going to try and do it, like, every day or every other day where um, you can ask for me a question, not about your animals, though, sort of about your life or, like, the world, more of, like, a general. Don't ask him to talk to your animals. And then, um, and then I'm going to put it out on Twitter, which is going to go to Facebook and all the social media, and also my website, which is thepetpsychic.com. So really keep an eye out for that and get involved in that because Stormy's going to pick one each day or each every other day. We'll see how it goes. And where is that? How do we find it? And so you can look for that on my Twitter account, which is The oh, Pet cool. Psychic, or mm-hmm. on our pet, our pet Psychic radio page, um, our mm-hmm. Facebook Pet Psychic radio page, or thepetpsychic.com also. Um, there's also, if you go to my website, thepetpsychic.com, and you go under services tab, you'll see you can find Ask Stormy. Mm -hmm. And um, you can click on that, and you can see all of Stormy's columns, and then you can also see these questions and his answers. Great. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. And also that's going to be like a meme, right? Like, you know what I mean? What do you mean? It's going to be a what? A meme. What's a meme? (laughs) Like a uh, like a little tag, you know. Yeah, tag ask Stormy. Yeah. Great. Yep, that's it. Awesome. Hashtag ask Stormy. Great. Okay. Well, thank you all for tuning into the Pet Psychic Radio Show, and we'll be here again next week. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com and don't forget to like us on Facebook slash Pet Psychic Radio. We'll see you all next week. Talk to the animals. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals.